Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The newest member of the Atlanta Falcons, Austin Mack, joins us now formally of the Montreal Alouettes. He is, of course, the star of the 110th Grey Cup. Yes, I know he didn't get MVP, but I thought he was the most valuable player in that game. We know Cody Fajardo played well. Tyson Philpott had a big role. But Mack is now a member of the Atlanta Falcons, man. How does this day feel, and could you see it coming? Uh, man, appreciate you having me on, uh, Justin. It's, it's been an awesome, really experienced this whole year. Uh, 2023 has shown a lot of love to myself and my family. Um, and and, and regardless of what was going to happen, you know, I know initially when you when you kind of go to a, a second league outside of the NFL, ultimately you always want to get back. You want you want to get back in this situation. And for me, um, you know, I didn't want to dwell on that. I didn't want to dwell on this day and, and really long for it. I kind of just wanted it to, to come natural. And um, every day I just kept my head down and, and just worked. And, and honestly, the season kind of shows proof to that. And, and, and me going out here to this workout a couple of weeks ago um, really affirmed that in, in the in Atlanta Falcons minute. They've shown a lot of interest, and I'm excited about this opportunity. There's so much I want to talk about with you involving Atlanta and the NFL. But first, when we spoke at Grey Cup leading into that game, you talked about having a real focus on the CFL, respecting the talent that was there, and also learning the nuances of the game. Do you think that was really critical to you being able to sign this contract with the Falcons? I mean, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of knew my situation. I knew where I, I was from. Um, but, you know, when you're in the CFL, you're in the CFL. They don't care where you came from. You're there for a reason. So um, if, I, if I try to act like I'm not a guy in the CFL, I mean, there's only nothing but bad things that could happen. And so, I mean, it was just really kind of my mentality. Um, I wanted to come in and dominate. If I was going to be in an alternate league, I wanted to be the best. Um, and that's that's kind of really my whole mindset. I came in there watching Geno Lewis film. I was like, all right, who's this guy? Who's the quote-unquote standard? All right, you know, this is the highest paid receiver. Okay, what? let me see what it's like. And, and for me, I wanted to not only match that, but accelerate it and, and take it to a whole nother level. And, um, you know, I feel like I brought that. I feel like I brought that in the film. And the film uh, is what's there to show for it. You brought a whole other level, especially as a CFL rookie, even though under the terms of the specification of it, you weren't over 1,100 yards. You have over 100 yards in the Grey Cup. So many acrobatic, ultra-athletic catches. You mentioned talking about this day and not wanting to kind of force it to happen, but take me through the process of this. You win the Grey Cup. You're celebrating the massive parade that takes place in Montreal then the interest from the NFL comes. How many teams contacted you, and why did you choose to only work out for Atlanta and obviously eventually sign with the Falcons? Yeah, it's a, it's a big question right there. So uh, give me give me a little bit, Justin. So <laughs> uh, as soon as the season was over, you know, I told myself, all right, you got a week. You got a week to have some fun. 
enjoy Montreal, but I didn't want to stay in Montreal too long. People were having a great time, right? <laughs> I hope they're still having a great time. But, you know, for me, obviously, I knew I had uh, plans to potentially work out for some teams, and I knew I had to stay in shape. So um, I kept I had a, I had that good week, and then me and my wife uh, made the 11-hour drive back to the Midwest, back to Fort Wayne and then St. Louis, um, where I'm from, and then she's from. So uh, after that, we we stayed with family for for Thanksgiving uh, for for a little bit, and and I took my butt back to Fort Wayne and trained for the whole month, all the way through from December third, um, all the way up until my trial, which was um, the second of January. So, um, you know, for me, mindset wise, uh, I got back with my trainer, I got I got healthy as healthy as I could, which was the biggest thing for me, really. Uh, recovery, um, you know, strength training, performance, really try to make sure my body feels at its utmost shape. Uh, and, and when I got ready for that workout, I mean, I, I've, I was, you know, as not as good in how I looked in season, but even better. Um, my team, Dre Muhammad, Louis, uh, my, my trainer, Louie, and uh, uh, my uh, recovery guy, Brian, did a great job of helping me get ready for this little short four-week camp that we just put together. So for me, it was really that mentally staying locked in, mentally knowing that I have this workout coming up. I know this team and I knew quite early. Um, it was right after the game, uh, not even a couple of days. Um, uh, Ryan Pace reached out to my agent, uh, who's a player director here uh, in Atlanta, former GM with the, with the bears. Um, and my, and my agent represents Alan Robertson. So he has a, you know, a long relationship with him. Um, and, <clears throat> You know, right then and there, we kind of knew, OK, this could be a serious um, opportunity. And, and you and you kind of know that based on, all right, who's reaching out to your agent and trying to get you to come in for a workout? Is it, you know, the, the guy up here or is it some some other secretary just trying to get numbers to fill up a workout? So, um, you know, we, we, we realized really quick Atlanta could be a great situation, a great fit for us, for me and my family. Um, you know, like I like I mentioned, for, for me, I was content with. Okay, I've put together a great career so far in the CFL. There's, there, you see in the CFL careers, you see guys that play, go on to play 10, 15 years. We had Greg Ellington in our room who was 34 years old. You know, for me, it was like, okay, there's a good thing going here. And, and I want to create stability for my family, first and foremost. So, and as a man, as a father, new, new father, girl, dad, um, that was my biggest thing. It was like, okay, if the NFL isn't there, I'm okay with that. Um, this year in Montreal has been amazing. The people have brought me in. I've had a lot of fun, and, and I can still play football. So that's that's really what it is for me, the love of the game and still being able to play a, a kid's game and, and make six figures. So that's really where my mindset was at. And um, so going into these conversations, my agent, you know, honestly was like, Austin is looking for upfront money um, and an opportunity, a real opportunity to come uh, and compete on a team. Um you know, I've done the futures deals. I've done all these other opportunities. But for me, uh, Montreal was trying to negotiate with me and my agent uh, currently uh, about re re-signing and extending for a two-year deal. So for me, it was like I can't – that's a lot of money to, to just potentially not even be able to, to get and, and lose out on free agency. I know how the CFL cap works. As soon as February comes around, if you wait any longer than that, you know, it's really hard to, to negotiate large contracts based on – um, the cap. So for us, it was all about timing and it was really uh, trying to hear, uh, trying to really trust in, in God's plan for us and, and really what uh, these, these coaches and, and front office people were telling us. So um, 
lo and behold, uh, Atlanta was the first team. We also had a few other teams call um, like the last few weeks. And um, we, we, we had those same conversations and none of them were serious as Atlanta was. So we kept Atlanta locked in for the second, went and killed it. Um, and immediately after, um, it was almost as if the workout was just a you know affirmation. They already knew who I was based on tape and uh, they just wanted to see it live. And, um, you know, I knew right then and there, sitting down with Ryan, sitting down with Terry, the GM, and 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 the receiver coach, getting to speak with them, that they were extremely interested. They knew I have talent, and um, uh, they even sent me home with a care package of gear. So I was like, you know, this is the first time ever I've experienced something like this. So I kind of just knew off rip that uh, this could be a, an awesome opportunity. And then it was honestly just waiting for last week to kind of get over with you know, for the last season last game of the season to get it over with based on CFO rules. We weren't even allowed to, to sign till today. So uh, long story short, I think I answered uh, the question, Justin, but, um, but yeah, man, it's been, it's been a fun process. It's been a fun month. Now I kind of feel like I could take a deep breath. Like, ah, like our season's actually finally over now, but you know, there's so much work to still be done. I, I've now I've dissected my film. I've dissected kind of what I want to get into and, and really kind of help elevate my game to not only just be a be a roster guy, be a borderline roster guy, but be somebody that can stick in this this league and, and be very successful. So um, really excited for what's to come and, and ready to get back to work. Can you take us inside the workout with Atlanta? What did they put you through? Yeah, um, I've done a few workouts, but the one that we did for Atlanta, I was pretty quick. I mean, it's a 30-minute workout, but what gets you is that you're there all day. Um, they find you in the day before. Um, the day the day starts, they you know they get up at 6 a.m., they pick you up at 6.30. You got to go through medicals. Uh, by the time I get done with medicals, it was like 9.30-ish, 9.45. Workout isn't until 12.30, right? So we're kind of just sitting around a bit. Um, got lunch, got breakfast, um, sitting around just for li- literally that 30 minutes and uh, uh, started doing a little cone drills just for a little individual warm up. And then we got straight to routes. Uh, there was about four other guys, uh, receivers there, and then one quarterback. Uh, it was a pretty good session. So You don't have to run a 40 or do any of that athletic testing or anything? No, 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 not there. I've heard, I've heard some, some teams make you do that. Um, but honestly, I would not test. You, you can't. You, you you couldn't get me to put my hand down in the dirt to try and run a forty. <laughs> man, that was <laughs> combine training. That was that's long long gone, man. I'm ready. I'm I'm playing football. I'm a football player. You know. Yeah, so. we can see your speed on film, anyways. <laughs> Absolutely. For you going forward with the Falcons, have they told you about how they view you in terms of the potential in that receiving group? Uh, I mean, I think it's really too early to tell. Uh, you know, I, I know they have a few guys in the room that's up. Um, I know they have a new coach that's going to come in. Um, more than anything, what they've told me, and then I can disclose, is that they are they are a team that they don't care where you've came from. You know, they have an XFL guy. They actually have a guy from Winnipeg last year um, who's also on their defense. The Alford. Doesn't, it doesn't matter how you've gotten there. Um, there's there's going to be a real opportunity uh, to compete, and the best players that are on the field are going to play. And, and so it's all, all about going into camp with the mindset of, of dominating and, and showing my dominance um, when I get out there. And, um, you know, they, they've, they've talked about me being a receiver, um, which, you know, before in the past, they've talked about me being a special teamer. So 
that dynamic, those verbiages, knowing that they see they see my talent and they see my potential as a receiver, you know, just for me, it's affirmation. It's for me, it's like, okay, you know, you go in here and you do what you need to do. There's there's real opportunity there. So extremely excited. Now now it's just time to go take it. I know you're a guy that does your research, and I'm assuming your agent Brandon Parker does that as well. So did you guys target Atlanta because you looked at that? group there and thought, you know, there's an opportunity for me to see the field if I perform well? Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that. Um, you know, uh, you know, Brand, me and Brandon, uh, uh, you know, really good friends, uh, really close. He's from Fort Wayne. And, and it was right after we won the Grey Cup. You know, I told Brandon, I said, look, this is awesome. Like, I absolutely loved my year in Montreal. And I told him how I felt like, Hey, like I, I really only want to go back if it's a real opportunity. And so we didn't call a single team. We didn't call a single team. He didn't send my film to anybody. The only teams that called and the first team that called was Atlanta. And if they're calling you and anything, any business, if they're calling you, that means you got a little leverage to work with. And that means that they're the ones actually interested. If we were the ones that had to reach out, if we were the ones that were trying to look for those opportunities, look for the, you know, I wasn't going to get anything serious. And, um, you know, how our approach was, was that, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a great, great situation right now. I'm not desperate to go back and be in that cycle of camp invite, uh, get, you know, by fighting for that borderline spot and, and you know, really being a, a roster battle guy. You know, I've done that early in my career. I've kind of been through it. And, um, you know, for me, I just I need a little bit more. I needed to know that, OK, it seems really serious and really uh, there to there to help me uh, actually try and you know go for a, a real opportunity at receiver. So uh, so yeah, we didn't we didn't call anybody. Um, Atlanta was one of the teams that called, and, and so we we kept our word of letting them see me first and not and not accepting any other invites, and um, and it worked out. Atlanta showed that interest in terms of the phone call, and you know from what I've heard, the upfront money. Fair to say that's substantial by NFL terms. I mean. Nobody, you're not really seeing guys get future deals, um, you know, with, with, with opportunities right at signing. So, um, you know, I'm able to take care of my family these next few months and, and be able to get into a situation where I can potentially, you know, really help my family. And uh, for me, that's where, that's where it starts, you know what I mean? And uh, for, for them to, to take their time and, and to really get with me and get with my agent and really help put together an awesome two-year deal, um, this, has been, this has been more than anything that I could ask for. How critical was Cody Fajardo and the connection you had with him off the field and on the field to helping getting you this opportunity in Atlanta? I mean, I, I'd say it's, it's, you know, huge without Cody. Uh, it'd have been, t- it's tough for a receiver to do anything right without a you know great quarterback. And, um, you know, I mean, Cody's been probably through more than I have and we both have a crazy last few years and I think that's what really kind of brought us close was that you know we were guys that are both written off guys that have um, you know gone through gone through the mud and, and have, you know was extremely hungry extremely hungry to prove that they still got it and um, you know we we uh, really just connected on a whole different level I, I pride myself on trying to beat him to to the facility every morning and be with him during meetings and and really just try and elevate our game and not only me and him but the whole receiver room. Um, you'll have to ask him. I, um, 
we implemented morning meetings with receivers at the same time when he comes into the facility, which is absolutely crazy in in, pers- in perspective of receivers getting there on time. You know, my guy Kayon and Tyson. You know, they're, if the meetings at eight, they're a big you know seven forty five guys, right? So, you know, just to joke around a bit, but um, you know, it was it was hard, but it challenged the guys, and, and and we didn't lose a single game ever since we started doing morning meetings as a whole unit. And um, the connection not only with me, but the other guys in the room really showed for that. Um, And so just to show for his leadership and who he is as a man, I mean, me me and Cody will be friends now forever. Uh, That's my guy. Um, Love that dude so much. And, uh, you know, the confidence he had in me and not only the confidence I had in him, um, you know, it was just fun. It was a great year. So. I bet him and a lot of your teammates in Montreal and the fans of the Alouettes will become fans of the Falcons now for as long as you're there. A lot of people want to see you prosper, man. Thanks for taking the time on a busy and celebratory day signing with Atlanta. No, I appreciate you, Justin. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate, you know, the year uh, of covering us and, and, and me, man. I appreciate all the love and respect, man. appreciate you. Thanks, dude. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.